Sorry about that, guys. Um, I had some issues, apparently. I'm not sure what's going on, but um, so I'm back. Hopefully, you can rejoin me. Um, but you notice how this um, this flyer um, is is got this block of text down. Here. <clears throat> Excuse me, down here. You can barely. I mean, I can barely read it. And it's all um, regular, um, regular spaced. So it fills the paragraph like this, justified, fully justified. So it's difficult to read. Again, the eye reads best when you look at, say, a book, and it's about three and a half lines each. So the fact that this home took so long to sell is probably because of this. And then you look at something like this, and oh my gosh, look at this. Who's gonna read that? So again, when when I'm a homeowner and I'm walking around, going to open houses, to, to do research on, now think about that. Here you are, you're having an open house and you, um, you think they're there to buy. It's quite possible that they're homeowners checking you out for whether or not you're a good enough marketer. So Kelly, the stuff that you're doing uh, in your open houses is perfect. Um, and you know, if, if they talk about, you know, light a candle or simmer some um, cider or something on the, on the um, stove, you know, have, you know, in the summertime, have something like lemonade or something like that. But, but things that, that um, help the client experience. And that's, you know, that's what I would do. You know, if I, if I didn't know so many real estate agents, I would go out to open houses and see how they market the house. Of course, you know me, I'd be over there telling them what to do. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so um, the next thing is, all right, two months out, I need to pick an agent. All right. So Cousin Sally has given me a business card. So uh, and she used this agent three years ago. And so I'm going to look at it. It looks like every other business card I've received from an agent. And then, of course, has, you know, this huge paragraph here. You won't believe what this paragraph says. The highest compliment I can receive from my clients is the referral of their family and friends and business associates. Why is that on your business card? I'm not a client. Most likely you're going to give your business card. Think about this. You're going to give your business card to people who don't know you. Why would you put that on the back of your business card? Instead, you might say, and this is what's on the template for business cards. Um, you know, what's her name? Annie. Annie knows someone who can help you with and then have a line there, like an electrician, a plumber, a lawyer, whatever that person might need. So that when you say, well, um, are you looking for any resources in the Valley, a CPA, a plumber, electrician? And they might say, yeah. And you say, well, I don't have their contact information with me, but let me write that on the back of the card, electrician, and then uh, give me a call tomorrow and or text me, numbers are here. Uh, it says call or text me, hers doesn't, but, um, and uh, I'll, I'll get that information to you. And, um, you know, if you want to grab a coffee or something, um, I can introduce you to, you know, some of my, you know, I can give you other resources as well. Oh, that'd be great. So notice how that conversation went. Now that person has a need, you have something they want, 
and they're going to call you, not the other way around, so it doesn't sound so desperate. Okay, so then the next thing is, um, if I'm, well, I'm an exception. So if you're in technology, or you're under the age of 40, I would say those are the two major qualifiers. It does not exclude any anyone, though. I mean, anyone who really wants to, I mean, this is their biggest asset. Think about that. People are ferocious with their money. So I'm not going to let just anybody represent my house. I want someone who's creative and interested and compassionate and uh, calm, right? Because I probably won't be. Um, so if, if I'm going to go on Facebook or I'm going to go on Google, um, she does not have a website on here, which means she probably doesn't have a website. It just says a Gmail address. Um, and so she's, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to bother looking for her. She doesn't have a website. So that one's out. And then you start going through these. And of course, this should look really familiar, right? <laughs> it, now, the good news is it's a matte finish on the back, so you can write on it. But um, there's a office number, toll free, fax, cell, uh, email, then an address. Um, and in, and in Arizona, you don't need to put the address anymore. At least a Phoenix ARMLS, the armless, um, is you don't need to um, to put the address there anymore. Uh, but there is uh, New England move moves. So um, actually, this is where is this guy from? Oh, New Hampshire. Um, so, uh, you know, that, at least he has a website. So that's a step in the right direction. Then there's this guy who's got a glossy black card because he thinks it looks cool and luxury, uh, and luxurious, uh, headshot, and then the standard information. And then of course, it's all about me. There's my team information. And if you wanted to write on this, you couldn't. So I'm going to do my research and I'm going to start to say, I'm just going to close my eyes and pick one. So that's not good. You don't want people to close their eyes and pick a realtor, all right? But if all your marketing looks alike, that's exactly what you're encouraging them to do. So the other option now is that, you know what? I'm not quite sure how much my home is worth. I know I'm gonna get a, a lower offer um, from this option, but at least I can, I don't have to do anything. So, hey, Samantha. So I'm going to call Open Door or OfferPad or both and see what number they give me. Think about that. So generic marketing is not only not going to get you listings, you're pushing people towards a service that um, will embrace them and take them all the way through the process. So their sales pitch will end up being, you don't have to deal with open houses. You don't have to clean your house. You don't have to do anything, but it's going to cost you some money, right? Because ultimately you're not going to get the same amount of money as I would if I used a realtor. So, however, apparently that's having more and more value. And if you guys saw my post, um, uh, I think it was uh, yesterday, I did uh, open uh, offer pad, sorry, offer pad um, got like $150 million worth of funding. It was announced. And uh, so they're going to go buy more homes. Great. So, and then you know what they do when they buy the home, then they turn around and flip it, right? Put some new paint on it, do whatever. And then 30 to 45 days later, they sell it. So what they're doing potentially is knocking you out of the listing business 
and putting you into a buyer's agent um, uh, position, more likely. So, you know, that's that's interesting, right? So you do know that when that house is going to flip, it's going to flip with, within 30 to 45 days. So you can find your buyers and line up um, <laughs> and, and line up um, the uh, um, the the buyers with the properties, right? But if they're buying all the homes and or or and, and in Phoenix, these are very popular. Atlanta, Las Vegas, you know. So they're and they're always they're looking to expand. One hundred fifty million dollars. That's a lot of money. So um, you know, there's there's an opportunity that you're giving them by having you know, generic marketing where I can't choose. So at least I, I actually know my next door neighbor's um, sister actually called Open Door and said, come on in, you know, let us know what, um, you know, what that, what, what you would pay for it. So now they have a base. They know that if this becomes a pain in the butt to work with realtors and pick one or whatever, that um, they can just turn around and sell it to them. And they do need work, right? So most of those homes need some sort of work uh, my home would not be a candidate. It's it's impeccable. So um, there's there's nothing that needs to be done. So I I might call them to find out what they want, but what they would pay, but it won't do me any good, right? So it's not an offer. It's not reasonable. Um, so, but I want you to pay attention to what drove them, uh, what drove a homeowner to that option. And so don't drive away your leads with generic marketing. So remember that that it's a blind choice then. If your stuff looks like everything else, you're not gonna get anywhere. Now, here's terminology that I haven't used in the past. Um, and it's, it's, you know I read tons of books, so business books, and go to conferences, and, and that's my job. My job is to do, to stay current uh, with what's working today. Not six months ago, not a year ago, today. Um, because that's not your area of expertise. So everybody gets to do their job. And so um, one of the things that they're talking about now is friction. And by friction, it means how hard are you going to make it for me to contact you, to make a decision on you as my listing agent? Um, you know, it, it's all about how difficult is it? So, um, and, and if you're confusing, like, like looking at this, I would never use this guy. I'm like, I don't want to read all that. You know, I can see that there's open ceilings. I don't need you to tell me soaring 25 foot ceilings, um, concrete floors. Yeah, I can see that in the picture, right? So he's repeating, he's describing what you can see in the picture. Talk about a waste of space. So that and and then to confuse it by using acronyms or or you know um jargon means that people aren't going to take any action um story brand uh, author uh, donald miller always says if you confuse you lose keep that in mind when you're talking with or talking with leads and and um and if you reduce the amount of friction you you pick one message right um, as to what you want the person to do or think or answer a question, then they're going to take an action. So, for instance, Samantha, since you're on, uh, yes, I have a black eye. Uh, it's uh, two weeks old now. I got hit by a cast iron chair right there, and so the lump is still there. But this is so much better. Um, 
So if you look at Samantha, this is actually Samantha's card. Um, so they're playing chess, right? And what is it called when somebody plays chess? When they take one, um, like a pawn, and uh, I'm trying not to use the word, and and uh, um, go across uh, the board. It's called a move, right? So it says, is it time to make the right move for your family? So notice there's three generations here, right? So you approach, you know, does this person need to move? Does this person need to move? So you've got multi-generational in your photo. And uh, hi, Norma. Um, and then you're asking a question. That the number one thing when you're writing a Facebook post, when you're doing a postcard or anything is to ask a question. Get me engaged, okay? So, um, and then on the, uh, on the back side, um, okay, so this, Samantha, I already told you about this, um, the, the no uppercase and no red, um, never use red on your, on your cards, especially because the yellow is a nice soft color, the blue goes really nicely. You could use purple, you, I mean, there's no reason for these two to be different colors anyway. Uh, they should be the same and they should not be all uppercase. But notice the good news is, is that there's check marks here and there's a bulleted list, a short paragraph, and then a little tagline type of thing here, and then Samantha's information. So this is, if it were larger, it would be better, right? So, you know, you want to do, a, if you, let me show you size, um, you know, you want to do a larger postcard. The reason is this will get lost in the mail. Um, now the good news is uh, she sent me one so um, the first thing I noticed was something yellow sticking out of my mail so if you're going to use a background color use an orange or a yellow never a red uh, but don't do blues or purples or greens because well unless you're gonna do a bright green um, because you won't be able to see it so but this is a really nice soft yellow orange um, and um, it sticks out right so it, it would be better if it was even a little brighter so um, thank you Norma I appreciate that so um, so remember less friction make it obvious what it is that you want you want them to start thinking about is it time for you to move is now the right time for you to move for you and your family right because now you're putting onus on them about their family and their responsibilities so <clears throat> Um, the important thing about this that I want you to take away, one thing, here's your one thing for the session, is a seller is, you know, a homeowner, is likely to be 50% or more of the way through deciding who to use as their agent before you even talk to them. I actually, that's research, I would actually say they're probably closer to 70%. They've done their research. They've gone uh, on Facebook. If they see your personal page, make sure that your personal page points to a business page. In the left-hand side of your page, your personal page, it should say intro. And the first thing it should say is not that you're a realtor, okay? Because you're about to tell them you're a realtor the easy way, which is, um, is just to say, check out my website at or check out my business page uh, at and it's going to probably say something about you know homes in it or homes for sale so you're you're already telling them that right it's a short way for you to introduce them and you want them to go to your business page because there you're going to share tips 
And it, whatever you do on, uh, and we're going to talk about this next, is we're not going to focus on, oh, just sold, just listed. I mean, some of the, and Samantha has done a good job with her, um, her page, um, with um, putting some creative things there, uh, you know, tips and that kind of thing. But part of what we have to realize is that as humans, we take the path of least resistance. Um, it's easier for us to just rely on referrals and not focus on getting new business. And that means meeting strangers because it's scary. But what's even scarier is that there's agents out there who rely on 100% uh, referrals. That's taking your business, your bank account, your financial well-being and handing it over to a bunch of people that you've met once or twice, you know, because they're buyers and sellers in the past. Um, and your leads under 40 are going to do research anyway on you. So if, if you're non-existent online, if you don't have a digital presence, you are in serious trouble. And so if you're, if you're not getting listings um, or you're not getting calls, which you probably wouldn't anyway, you get an email or a text, um, then odds are people don't even know you exist. And that usually is because you're not getting out. Again, you know, go out, bring your laptop, put the sticker on it, and sit someplace for 30 or 45 minutes. Get to know the people behind the counter. Go to the same places so they get to recognize your face. And then they're more likely to hand out your cards. Um, or, you know, like in, in um, Kelly's case, I have to stop talking in order to take a drink, um, is she's gonna hand out baseball schedules. How cool is that? So, so this is a thing of value. And what, what the coffee shop or the lunch place can do is take a stamp and say $5 off your next lunch. And now you've got a double-sided thing of value, right? Of course, um, you know, they might have to cross it out because you don't, you don't want to lose the schedule and Kelly's information. So um, it, this is a big decision for homeowners when it comes to listings we're we're very protective and we also think higher of our homes than we should uh, and so you're there to be objective kind compassionate but how do you get that chance to actually express that let's talk about the top three ways to make sure people know who you are before you even meet them okay so first the short list if you truly want more listings you've got to commit to these three things if you want to keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get the same results, uh, which may be some, you know, hearing crickets, because this is this is the way of the future. And as you can see, um, I've been starting to post on this page uh, videos, and there I, I Google um, or YouTube search um, uh, funny real estate videos, and there's a lot of them out there, and but not a lot, a lot. Like we're talking, you know, maybe 50. Right, and there's two million real estate professionals in the United States. 1.2 realtors, 1.2 million realtors. So um, the first people out of the gate to do the right thing and attract the 34% the of people under the age of 32 uh, as buyers um, or under 42 as homeowners um, are going to be the people who get the most business. And then you're going to be kicking yourself because you're going to see the comp competition who did the do these three things, and then um, you know you're going to say, well, why, I want some of that business. <coughs> I 
do the work. I mean, that's the bottom line. If you don't do the work, you're not going to get the listings. And that's where last week's session about what's our obstacles, it's our responsibility. It's up to us to decide what happens with our business. So if you're not willing to do these things, then it might be time to reevaluate your source of income. So number one, your Facebook presence. Um, um, so the given here is, is that you have a business page. On your business page, in your banner, you want to make sure that it says text or call me at. You can show a couple of homes, you know, and I can help you with creating a banner. Just go into canva.com, pick Facebook banner, and then create something. Um, you don't need to put your face on it because you can put your face on the profile picture if you want. And that should be a working photo. And... Um, or you can use Grumpy Cat, right? That's the thing that seems to be missing. I've been looking at a lot of real estate agent Facebook pages, and one of the things that seems to be missing the most is humor. So, for instance, if I were Kelly, um, on my um, business page for my profile, now she's got a really cute picture. She's, she's handing you keys, and I love that. Um, but she could change it up. And, um, and add just a clip. Now, this is going to be a problem. Actually, you can't use this photo for um, the Facebook profile because it will be too small. Um, but you could add this to a banner picture where you've got, you know, you just cut them off right there. And it's, it's the cutest picture of this guy going, I sold my house. And it's a thumbs up. And it's a happy picture. And it immediately shows Kelly's successful and this guy's happy. So when I say that your, your um, prospective buyers and sellers need to get the message like that, it's photography that's going to make the difference. Now here, you know, here's Kelly showing this guy, you know, something here. And notice how she's smiling. She's, she, he's pointing to something and, and they're, they're engaged. And that picture is worth a thousand words which is what this guy was trying to do on this flyer, just fit in a thousand words. So seriously, your photos on Facebook showing you engaged with other people is probably paramount to a successful business page. Facebook likes to show people. It doesn't like to show links to um, a lot of home tips. Now you can do that, don't get me wrong, but you'll notice too that, um, now I use stock photos in Power Words, Power Profit, but um, oh gosh, I would love it if you guys replicated those photos that I give as examples to go with those posts, replicated them with you in them. Because people wanna, it, the Facebook in particular is all about contact with people. And the more detached you are, the more, gosh, I, I can't believe some of the posts they're just, I mean, one after another of just sold, listed, coming soon. And, and that means that I'm only going to go there if I'm either buying or selling. So this is of no value to me. You want to build your reputation so that when someone a year from now who's been following your Facebook posts and giving you tips and, and making you laugh at Grumpy Cat uh, or a funny video, um, you know, like the Ellen DeGeneres one that I posted a couple of days ago, um, you know, that's what, and just go on YouTube, grab, grab some funny videos and throw them on your business page that are real estate related, by the way. Uh, so the Ellen DeGeneres one, share that one. Um, because it's really funny that, you know, that she goes through some descriptions and makes fun of them. So 
this is how you get engagement. Um, let's see. So, uh, Samantha, um, uh, we'll do bigger this time, and I'll make sure the mailing company doesn't change any print on it. Yeah, absolutely. And let me see that, Samantha. Um, uh, yeah, you need to get out more. Uh, oh, thanks, Samantha. Um, she said, th you know, thanks for doing a great job on my Facebook page. Um, so the whole idea here is to engage visually. You know, it's it's odd if you think about, you know, Roman times, there were orators and, and it was all about visual. It was all about, you know, how you presented yourself. We're back to Roman times. We are going back 2,000 years and uh, and we're, we're really about um, interacting as humans. And the younger you go in age, the more they're about videos and getting to see how you present yourself. So if making a good impression is important, yes, um, then the next thing to do is start doing video. Now, I am not putting you under the gun to do a 10 minute video. Oh my God, nobody would watch it. Uh, I even have problems with these coaching um, sessions because people, um, people won't watch an hour worth of, of marketing information for their real estate business. So that's why I started putting them on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, okay, so Fran, I'm going to send you one. I'm going to send you this one so you don't even have to worry about it. So I, I, um, you might have missed the part um, where, uh, because I've been sick and got hit by the cast iron chair, I'm a little bit behind on mailing. I have all my labels and everything. Um, I just need, I'll probably do that this weekend. So uh, you should get it in the mail next week. Okay, I just made a commitment. I need to follow through. <laughs> so, um, so video. 30 seconds. So Fran actually did a video at the Ostrich Festival here uh, in Chandler, Arizona. And um, she was standing out in front by a tree and she said, I'm at the Chandler Ostrich Festival. Um, and she did a cute little thing and it was short, but it was perfect because, um, you know, and, and uh, first of all, don't put some pressure for you to be a newscaster, right? Those people are trained professionally. And so you just need 30 seconds, just repeatedly, right? So Tom, you know, it's funny because um, every time that one of you goes out and tells me that you're someplace, I'm like, do a video. I mean, I don't care where you go for lunch today, do a video. And we're talking 30 seconds, which is, and, and don't like do the menu and don't do the outside of the place. You've gotta be in it. Because people are looking to get to know you. You know, how do you speak? What do you look like? Where do you eat? Maybe I'll see you there. Um, and then tag wherever it is you are. So at sign and then whatever the restaurant or whatever it is, uh, coffee shop. Um, so 30 seconds is just like, hey, did you know that they have a new smoothie at wherever you are? Um, it's called da 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 um, and it's only $3.95. So this is, you know, in this neighborhood at 85732, um, you can get, um, you can even get, you know, a, a customer loyalty card here. So if you're in this neighborhood, and by the way, there's about 32 homes here for sale. So you might want to, you know, give me a call uh, and we can go look at some. But if you're in the neighborhood, stop by, you know, have a great day. Boom, you're done. See how fast that was? But if you don't get out, if your videos are in your office, well, in my case, I'm coaching you, so that's a little different, but you will, you know, doing videos, and I'll, I'll go out to one of our festivals and do videos of a bunch of business owners. They're like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
I said, you know, uh, I'll post to my page and share to yours or give me your, I actually take their phone. This is pretty bizarre. Um, and you can do this too. If you go to meet other businesses, they start, that's the law of obligation, right? So you can say, would you like a Facebook video of where you're at? Uh, if so, I'll, give me your phone, you know, go to your business page. Um, I'll, you know, we'll set up a description and then I'll use your phone to post on your business page and you do the video. And they're just amazed by that. And um, it's fun, right? I mean, I, that's how you meet people. And so here's another thing. So video, video, video. Did I mention video? So guys, not an option anymore. You've got to do video. Now, the third thing, and then we're going to wrap up, is um, I got a bunch of stuff from Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, you're just like all over the place here. Um, so uh, get out. So, uh, oh, Samantha said, is it okay to do live vids? at events such as festivals. I'll be at one this Sunday. Absolutely. So Samantha, you've been out of out of the loop a little bit. Um, I highly encourage, highly, highly, highly encourage going up and, um, you know, you can hold your phone, oops, like this. Um, I, I would use a selfie stick uh, so you can be out a little bit, but you don't want the phone to be too far away or they can't hear you. So that both of you have to speak up and do an interview with someone at a festival. And say, you know, how, you know, uh, what's what's your favorite thing on the menu? Uh, if you're talking to a food person, or you know, how many people actually win the big teddy bear? I mean, I don't know what kind of festival you're going to, but go and interview people and make different videos. So the first one could be a Facebook Live video. Then the next, you know, do two or three, get it over with, and then um, just do just do a regular record video on your phone, and um, and then save those and then post them you know, next week, the week after or whatever. And, and, but that's the reason why you have the conversation with the business person, the person who's running the booth. Yes. The Facebook live is about that particular festival, but where are you going to be next is another great question. And you can use that video either the next day, the next week, and you're helping that person with their business. You might want to follow their, their business and, um, and make some commentary. So you're kind of getting into their lives, right? So Instead of thinking about, you know, oh, I have to write um, a blog or I have to um, do a flyer or whatever, think about reallocating that time. Remember, you've got that power planner. Um, reallocating that time to how are you going to help others market their businesses and stay engaged with them as you meet them? Because, you know, those people are looking, know an awful lot of people. You want to connect with people who know a lot of people. Okay, that's a, that's just the law of numbers. So that's a great way to do it. Now, for to to wrap up, is it okay? So you already I already answered that. So if you want to be this person where you've got five home, five listings per month and you're juggling them, then you need to get from the caboose where you're at the end of your marketing strategy to the engine and drive your marketing strategy. Like those visuals. So Pay it forward. Okay, so this is, um, somebody did this to me and I loved it so much that I decided it was a great marketing opportunity because that's just the way my brain works. Um, so let's say you go to the coffee shop, you set up your laptop with your sticker on the back and, um, and or, or, you know, restaurant or whatever. Um, and please don't wear a badge. You can wear a logo, lo logoed shirt. Um, but don't wear a badge. But that's so 90s. It's just like 
It's like, you know, if you had those big puffy sleeve, uh, uh, pad, shoulder pads in your jacket and you wore a, a real estate badge, um, that, that's just bad. <laughs> it, it's old school, right? It makes you look old. Um, so no badges, but you could wear a logoed shirt. Now, um, when you're in line, uh, pay for a person's beverage behind you. So I was going through a Dunkin' Donuts and um, the I pulled up to the drive-thru and the, the woman at the drive-thru uh, checkout said, the people in front of you paid for uh, your beverage. Now this is interesting because in a drive-thru, you've made the order so you already they already know how much the people behind you's beverage is. So in my case, I just had a coffee. So it was, you know... 225. Um, but it was such a cool thing. I can't tell you how good that made me feel. Actually, I can because I bought the beverage for the person behind me. So it immediately starts this warm, fuzzy, um, unusual behavior. So think about this. For five bucks, and Kelly, you could definitely do this. Um, for five bucks, uh, and I would do this at a coffee shop. It limits the budget, right? And it makes the, you know, or a smoothie place or, you know, ice cream. That'd be cool. Um, so that, you know, you you pay for the coffee or the cone or the smoothie or whatever for the person behind you. Now, check out who that person is first. Don't just, you know, do it. Uh, but, but look at their age, you know, and if it looks like someone, um, you know, 28, because the average age of uh, home buyers is 30. So 28 or older, um, or if you want to do home buyers, that's 42 is the average. So someone, you know, 35 and up, um, buy their coffee for them. And the, they're, you know, they love that. So what's the first thing they're going to do? Think about it. So this is, this is how, think about it. When you were dating, guys don't do this anymore, I don't think. Um, when you were, when you were out, you know, out and about single, uh, and a man bought you a drink, What'd you have to do? You had to go over and um, say thank you. So uh, that started a conversation. So basically, he's willing to spend five, six, eight bucks to say, I would like to meet you and have a conversation with you. You're doing the same thing. Here it is. What? I mean, that, that technique is 50, 60 years old. So you're doing the same thing, but with coffee, thank God. Um, and so don't go buy people cocktails. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Um, but this way, yeah, you, you buy their coffee, you go sit down someplace close to, so you do want to be close to the, where the line would be in a restaurant or a coffee place, right? Don't position yourself in the, the back of the restaurant or the coffee shop where no one can see you. Either be by a door in or out or be near where the cash register is. Um, the idea is not for you to necessarily get work done. I mean, you can if you want. And whatever you do, and I don't know if Tom's still on, don't wear earbuds, all right? You can wear one earbud, but don't use, um, put it in the ear, they can't, they won't notice as much, right? Because if you have earbuds in, um, you're saying, I don't wanna be disturbed. As a matter of fact, it's in general, just having that, that line coming down to your phone or whatever, uh, or your computer shows that you're busy. So if you want people to approach you, you pretty much have to be disconnected from your computer. You can be looking at it, 
and then taking a sip of coffee and making eye contact with people. That's what you're there for. You actually are not there to work. Um, okay, so the third thing is get out. So it's Facebook, video, and get out. And paying it forward is kind of part of get out. So again, if people can't see your business because you are your business, if you're sitting in your office or you're in your car. Um, so this is part of lead gen. And just like you, you know, back in the day, you would make cold calls, consider this um, where you put this time. You, you go in rather than, because nobody answers the phone. So you can just use slide dial or slide broadcast and um, leave a message that says, hey, you know, I was thinking of you. I saw an article on the home trends and in Phoenix, uh, home prices have uh, year over year have gone up by 10%. Can you believe that? Well, in any case, I was just um, thinking of you and wanted to say, hey, uh, if this sounds interesting or you want to grab a cup of coffee, uh, text or call me at um, and have a great day and, and click. That's it. All right. So that was 30 seconds. And then you just blast it. It's actually a phone, a voicemail blast. If you want to think of it that way, you're blasting a, a generic message. Hey, I was thinking about you. You don't have to say their name. Um, send it out to a list of phone numbers of uh, past clients. And then, um, you know, you've, they've heard from you. Do that once a month. That, then you don't, you know, and then do, um, don't do this. Don't do the white, whoops. Um, don't do the white card do a funny card um, every other month. So you do a call, you do a card, you do a call, you do a card. Um, see how that works? Um, and and then you stay present with your sphere of influence. So, um, but, but the key here is, is by doing something like buying someone a cup of coffee, isn't a lead worth five bucks? So that person's gonna come over and they're gonna say, thank you so much for my beverage, I appreciate that, that was very kind of you. And then they're going to see, got real estate questions on the back of your laptop. So don't, don't push your laptop down so people can't read it, keep it vertical. Uh, and don't keep it closed, that's the other thing. Um, and then this is big enough that you can see it from pretty far away. So um, then uh, you can start saying, you know, oh, well, I see you're in real estate. Yeah, what do you do? Make it about them. What do you do? Well, I'm in da, 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 da. Well, do you live around, or better yet, do you live around here? Oh, no, I was just driving by. Oh, this is a fantastic neighborhood. Really? You know, um, how much are homes around here? So you start that whole conversation for five bucks, and you've got a warm lead. You're having a conversation. To me, this is like my best idea ever. I, it's actually, I, I borrowed it from the whole cocktail thing, but um, it's important. Do it, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. Um, remember, your marketing needs to be about other people, not you, okay? Uh, keep it about things of value, baseball schedules, um, basketball schedules, and you to pick any sport. Um, an event calendar, rather than doing a flyer, do an event calendar. Um, with what's going on in town uh, this week, this month, whatever. All right, guys, I'm going to let you go. Um, thank you for staying, and sorry for the disruption on the phone connection. And I'll post, this will be posted uh, right behind, well, I'll be on top of um, the, la the beginning of this. So at least you've got two. Hey, Jerry, you are here. Um, so let me know if you have any questions, and um, I will be here next week. Um, it's Memorial Day weekend, don't forget. So now's a good time maybe to 
uh, do a slide broadcast out to, um, you know, well, next week, uh, out saying, just wishing everyone a safe and happy Memorial Day. Thank you so much, veterans, for, um, you know, our freedom and your service and sacrifice. And hang up. That's all you have to say, you know, to, you know, use your name, but that's it. All right, guys, take care, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hopefully this black eye will be gone. <laughs>